Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today is our, well normally our mailbag episode. We have like two questions from, from listeners today. Not many people play week 17. So we'll have two week seven. Not even, they're not even week seventeen questions. I'll be honest; they're more they're next year questions, which is more on theme. So this won't even be the mailbag. This is just our episode for this week. And what, me and Jeff also we're going to come up with one breakout player. Give you a little a little taste of our breakout players list that we're starting to think about for next year. So we we'll each have one player. A couple questions for you, and that'll be about it for today. And then next week we'll come back with our postseason awards. We'll do our award show for MVP and all that good stuff. And then we'll take a little little break before we come back and get you guys going for 2021 already. So also, though, before um, we get this going, if you're in one of the relegation leagues, I just posted on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Panchee Football Profit, our list of who's moving up, who's moving down in our relegation league. So that is all out there now for everybody. All 25 leagues, you can see who's up to the top, who's going down. Um, crazy thing for this year. The championship game of the Champions League was between, if I can get this right, it was between B Duke 1017 and Nightwing 523. That was a rematch of last year. So, okay. Yes, you got the two guys. And That's this awesome. year, though, B Duke got the win this year. Last year it was Nightwing. So they've, they've traded championships in the Champions League, but you got, you've got two guys that are in the championship game two years in a row. That's impressive. That is very impressive. So there is a lot of uh, a lot of you guys that are trying to get up to the top. You got some, you know, I don't know. Those those two guys have proven to be the best of the best right now. So it'll take some work. I know there's some people moving up. We, we are uh, 13 and 13 over two years in the Champions League, Jeff. So we need to step that up next year. Let's pay. All we're right. going to put the Champions League on notice that we're we're going to be. Me and Jeff are going to like man. We'll co-manage that team, and we will. Uh, yeah. Cool little elbow grease into that one. Watch out, guys. We're gonna go, we're going for the Champions League title ourselves next year. We want to we want to take that one. But yeah, all other twenty five leagues. I don't know. Maybe if the interest is there, I might even jump and make a six tier. I don't know. I, I, I've thought about it before. I think it would be. I got a lot of people interested when we posted that list up that want wondering how to get into it and how you will get into it if the time comes is you will have to have. Uh, a review of the podcast on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, a five-star review. Not just any review. Give us a five-star. And that's how, when the time comes, when we look for people to join, if you've given us a review, you're in the league. So go get us go get us a review on there. It always helps us out. And also, one other thing, Jeff, since I can't get enough fantasy football right now, and because my season was not good, I won one title. I did win one title, though. That was I'll say that. One title. It was in one of our relegation leagues. The best thing about that one, Jeff, that one title I won, um, my brother Nick was in that league and James was in that league. <laughs> that is the only league I won. And James has been on the show a couple times. And then my brother. So there's those are the that's the only league I won of the relegation leagues was that one. So yeah, it was uh the relegation league was fun. I think I had four of those type of leagues that I was handling you had some good teams, but playoffs. Yeah, and uh, well, the playoffs were wild because I think out of the four, I made it to the semifinals in, in two of them and the finals in two of them. Um, and I think, and, and both times one, I got cut down by Kamara and I got to give a shout out. I think in a couple of these, the 
last place team won it. Like, well, not last place. I mean, six, the, last the sixth place, the yeah. Sixth seed, right? Yep. Which, you know, which is great. We have six teams that actually get into the playoffs. The first two get buys. And whoever gets hot at the end, so you're, you know, you're barely above 500. And the one that I laughed at the most, I was just running through this one. I was nine and four, which is relatively good. Uh, and, you know, I get my buy, I score, I like double the person in the semifinals. And then I just hit a buzzsaw and this Ryan Sagala put up almost 170 on me. Just Jeez, every yeah. guy did amazing. And he only went seven and six, but got hot at the right time. It's takes this one, And he, now he's the champ of, of this one. Which one is this anyway? So this is the challengers too. So he'll be moving up, obviously. He'll move up to the contenders now. Yeah, yeah a lot, a whole lot of fun. And there's been oh, a, yeah. a couple of those. So I don't you know. Fun. The relegation league was a lot of fun to, to watch and um, to, you yeah. know, try to do what we can in, but we're kind of hands off, but at the same time we do relatively we are well. but i think next year champions game in the playoffs man champions league i'm not hands off next year it's all no all. we got <laughs> that that was the one thing is it's much harder when there's so many leagues to make sure you hit the waiver wire right and, <laughs> yeah. and these people man are on it uh, they are. <laughs> those are the ones that well, kill me we actually had one six and seven team win the win a title i think yeah. it was the it was the only six and seven team i think that made the playoffs that i even noticed and they won the title crazy it's got hot that's wild yeah if you're just hanging around at 500 there is a a shot i mean that is obviously like injuries and stuff have really hurt you more than likely in the beginning but a lot of it uh but yeah this year has been wild i'm glad that craig got one title one title there we go hang his head on it and uh (laughs) we'll move on but it was uh very very cool and another thing i'll have out here i don't know if it's this week but next week i've i started this last year where i I created a spreadsheet of everyone's record of all time and i created it in the relegation league and created like a scoring formula to figure out where you know based on which league you're in your record if you finish first second whatever so that'll be out an updated and we'll have who the top team of all time is in a relegation league and you can move up and down on this it's pretty cool so b duke is the top team of all time now after two seasons so based on record and all that good stuff. It's a, it's a pretty intense spreadsheet. There's 280 teams in this, you know, actually it's going to be probably 300 now with some dropouts, but there's 300 teams and you're all ranked. So you're going to be able to see where you stand up to everybody, which is kind of cool. So yeah. now that I have my second, the second year under our belts, it's going to be really cool to see how that plays out. So. Yeah. Now, now you really get the feeling whether or not you're moving up or down and, and we've you had some, really- well, I've had some teams now, what it's all, well, all about. Yeah, some teams that started in the challengers will be up to the champions next year. So that's already up a couple levels. And there's actually one or two teams that started in the champions that are down to the challengers. They've gone down a few levels. So that's always good. But uh, uh, before I got this tangent about relegation, like I was talking about, I, I'm, I just need to do a fantasy football draft and I want to do something. So um, we're starting to die. I'm starting a dynasty league and I'm going to draft this thing next week, Sunday. Not this coming Sunday, next week, Sunday. It's going to be nine o'clock, I think, ish, nine, 10 o'clock Eastern time. It's going to be a new dynasty startup league, which I love to do. And this is going to be 12 teams, 26 man rosters with four taxi squad spots, which is basically be first and second year players that you can't have in your main roster. And no kickers, no defense, because I don't want to deal with those. And I want to open it up to the listeners of this podcast. So if you're listening right now, you have to be a pretty hardcore listener to us, our show. If you're listening to an episode after basically all the championships are done, if you're listening right now, I know you're, you're a listener of the show. So I'm not, I'm not putting this on Instagram yet. I, I will next week. If I, you know, we need a spot or two, 
but I want to open it up to people that are actually still listening and still, obviously these are the people that, you know, play fantasy football and will probably have a lot of fun with a deep dynasty league like that, which I think it's going to be interesting. I'm going to end up with like, I don't even know who's going to be on my team, like random guys that you barely have ever heard of, which I kind of enjoy. So that'll be next Sunday is going to be that draft. So if you want a spot in that, just hit us up on Instagram. Basically, Instagram is the best spot to go. Instagram.com slash fantasy football profit or send us an email, fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com and get in. I don't know, Jeff, are you going to, you want to join in this thing or what? What are you thinking here, Jeff? I, I am, I am in, I, we are so many, but yeah, I kind of do want in on this one because yeah. <laughs> I, I like the way you have set it up with the taxi squad. And, yeah, it's like gonna be... and I got to prove that my, my dynasty dynasty is not a fluke. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> so let's do I this. Feel the pressure. Yeah, you're going to do this thing. We're going to do this next week, Sunday. So the, the, this is going to be done on the sleeper app because ESPN doesn't have drafts set up. Sleeper does. Sleeper has 2021 drafts all set up already, which is, I mean, they're yeah. on top well, of things. What I, I like about this too, because I was asking you the questions earlier, but yeah. you were going to draft and then after the NFL draft, yes. draft again. So you'll draft yes. the rookies, which yep. I love that it's so close together. Yep. Also, I'm interested, how are you going to, how is the point system going to work? Is it going to be kind of usual? And what is the... It'll probably be half point PPR. We'll go half point PPR because that's half kind point of like, PPR. Okay. Yeah. And what what does the roster look like? Because you don't have okay. defensive keeper, yes. you're going to add more flex position. Yeah, I'm adding a flex spot, so it's going to be pretty simple, pretty normal. One one QB, two running back, three receiver, tight end, two flex. So that'll be the only difference is you get a second flex. Um, I like it. I think that's how we'll 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 go with that. And, and we fi- and we finally got rid of kicker after kick, kicker and <laughs> defense are gone. Yeah, they're gone. So this will be next week, Sunday night, whatever that is. Um, I should probably look up the date here. I think that'll be the, uh, the, the, the 10th. Sunday the 10th, we'll plan on probably a 9 p.m. draft. So, Jeff, 9 p.m., Sunday the 10th, mark your calendar. We're doing a startup dynasty league draft. It's gonna, it might take a little bit, but I love startup. Then, you know, startup dynasty is fun to do. So see what we come up with. Um, I haven't done a startup dynasty in a while. So we'll see if, see if I can uh, – God, I feel like we're going to go after a lot of the same players. Like, how early are you going to draft Justin Jefferson? <laughs> well, he's not hes not a secret anymore, so <laughs> that one might not be as much. But, well, we're about to give a breakout, right? This is the worst yeah, time we'll to do this. We're about to do breakout we'll, we'll, players. We'll do breakout. Let's, let's, let's hit, like, we have two questions, so we might as well hit them up real yeah, quick. Yeah, let's, let's do those first. So, B, uh, B. Schneck Brady, he won one of our leagues, I believe, this year in relegations. He has a question. Is Deontay Johnson worth keeping? for an eighth round pick next year. Deontay Johnson, would you keep him for an eighth round pick? And I think, yeah, I don't, I think that's probably pretty good. I mean, it depends on who else you can get, but I think yeah, that's I mean, good that, that's what it's going to come down. Eighth, eighth round is fine for him. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. I like, I like the talent. Roethlisberger, I assume he's going to be back. That is another one that you have to make sure he doesn't decide to retire or something. Maybe he goes out. I mean, maybe he wins a championship. I don't know. Um, that'll be another one. If, if he's not there, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Um, but yeah, it's who else you have on your team. Do you have someone else that you like the upside a little more? But as of right now, yeah, Deontay Johnson is worth the eighth round. Then the second question we had this week came from Dr. Gauthier. He said he won his, won his championship, which is good because he's been on this. Uh, he's been asking us questions about every week on the mailbag. So if he won his championship, hopefully we helped a little bit in that. <laughs> At least we <laughs> hopefully, completely hopefully. wrong. But he says it's time to start preparing for next season. 
How do you guys feel about no, Jalen Hurts? We talked a little bit about Jalen Hurts yeah. last week. First what? of all, can we just talk about how I love that guy? I love that right. he goes, he just won, and he's like, it's yeah, time. What do we do? Are you the Michael Jordan of fantasy? You got to start going. Like one man. day off, and then he's like back in the gym. Exactly. He says, well, this is a, it's a two QB keeper league. Two QB keeper league. You get to keep two players at the round they were drafted in or the last round if undrafted. And he has Jalen Hurts, which would have been undrafted. And he's thinking he might be a potential fantasy stud next year. And we talked about a little bit about this before. We're, we're, I think there's potential. We didn't want to rank him too high yet. But if it depends again. It depends on the rest of your keepers. I'd have to make that choice. But it is, in general, is Jalen Hurts worth keeping as your last round? Yeah, he is. That would It depends on your rest of your players. But I think that would almost, in a 2QB league especially, you get Jalen Hurts in the last round in a two QB league. That's I think that's a really good pick if he's the quarterback, if he's the starter, which it feels like it's leaning that way. Yeah, I would, uh, at this point, I'd be surprised if he wasn't. Right. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah, and I think that is the best situation for him. Usually, when we talk about where we're you know kind of ranking outside the top ten, there are a lot of QBs. But when you're talking about two QB league, you know, to Craig's point. He is a very valuable quarterback then because he would be a high end number two quarterback with upside. Um, you can't say that for a lot of the other guys. So he would definitely be worth keeping the interesting part. If you can keep two guys, who are you giving up then? That would be the, exactly. the, the yeah. question, but absolutely. In my mind, I would think that is a very good pick, especially for an undrafted QB. I yeah. mean, can't get much more value than that. And then, um, we don't have any more questions, but one thing before we get to our, our breakout player, I just want to shout out here. Uh, it's your boy, Gino. He won the Challenger 7 League, and he, he commented that. He said, thanks, guys. Couldn't have done it without you. Never skip a pod. Won my Dynasty League with your help. So, Gino, if you're listening today, hit us up, man. You can be in that Dynasty League, but I'm not going to reach out to you. You better you better be listening. So. <laughs> no, that's but, awesome. He won yeah. his Dynasty. Yeah, so if you want to be in another Dynasty, come, yeah. Get a hold of us. That'll be fun to be in that league. So, all right, that's it for all that stuff today. Breakout players. We each picked. We'll, we'll once we get into like March ish, we'll have like a we'll start with like an early list of breakouts, probably something like that. But we just wanted to give you one breakout player each today that we're already looking at. This guy's going to jump up a level next year, become probably more of like a fantasy star than he it might be now. I don't know what Jeff picks, so I don't know what kind of level of player we have here. So I, I was actually going to wait. I was like, I have so many, and I was like, yeah. uh, it could be anything. It could be see. a player that you know he was a good player already, but we just think he's going to make that next leap. Could be somebody that's out of nowhere, but see, who, I, who, I I have a couple of those. Yeah, that, but I don't think they're going to surprise anyone. So I don't know. Well, if I don't even, it doesn't even necessarily have to surprise. I just think this is a guy who just is just going to make that next leap. And be real. I'll bring my guy up here. So this is a player. It's no not a name that anyone's going to be surprised about. But I think he's going to become a, you know, top ten running back possibly. I'm going with J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I laugh. He's like the number one on my list. There we go. So yeah. J.K. Dobbins. I, I, um, I don't see Mark Ingram coming back. I think Mark Ingram's gone, and so that leaves it as J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards is a pretty good running back. I'm not, not going to lie. And he's going to play. But just getting rid of Mark Ingram and t- changing it from a three-headed monster to a two-headed monster, I think that's going to do wonders for J.K. Dobbins. So this year alone, 121 carries, 645 yards, seven touchdowns. 
at 5.3 yards per carry. That is some, that, those are some impressive numbers. That is really good for, I mean, you, you double that. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't quite work that way, but you know, if you give him 240 carries, which isn't unreal for a running back and he's at, he's up at 1300 yards and 14 touchdowns. I mean, he's not, maybe doesn't translate to that, but I, I like having a running back with a running quarterback. I've always said that. Not everyone agrees with that because sometimes it goes the other way. Like Josh Allen is a different story. <laughs> Josh Josh Allen takes away goal line carries. Dude, Lamar, mother effort. Well, Dude, he was so good this well, year. I'm so pissed. I know, right? But he like the one guy. There's the difference. So like Josh Allen takes away goal line carries. Lamar Jackson doesn't really take away goal line carries. The, the Ravens run the ball on the goal line with their running backs. And right, J.K. Right. Dobbins. He will be their main guy next year. Gus Edwards will play and be involved, but J.K. Dobbins is a really, really good running back. And I think that's going to show. And I'm kicking myself because I knew I should have done it. I knew I should have drafted him in our Dynasty League last year. I talked about it, and I just let the one I, – I, I didn't think too much in advance. I just went, oh, let's go Clyde Edwards-Alaire. But, no, Jeff got Dobbins. So. The, the rich get richer. Number three, I go Dobbins, and then next round I go Je- Justin Jefferson. So I oh. love <laughs> It's so it's a, it's a, and you won the title. That, oh my god, that's a yeah, ridiculous draft. But um, Dobbins, Dobbins is my guy. Yeah, I, dude, I, I love that one. I just want to add. Uh, I'll do someone else, obviously, but I do want to add um, a little more, even fuel to that fire, because all those stats you listed off, absolutely yeah. correct. But it's much more backloaded into the end right. of the season. Yep. You want to see, right? Yep. When they started doing a little bit better, when Ingram was kind of you know pushed to the side, he was hurt as well, but. Yep. Uh, Dobbins got the opportunity. He took it. He's only topped out at 15 carries and he was kind of putting up those type of numbers, which I think is a hugely beneficial look at not to mention he has seven rushing touchdowns for the year. The last five touchdowns came in the last five games, one each, which shows when he's the guy, he's going to be productive. And on top of that, he didn't catch one touchdown this year no receiving touchdowns I think there's a a giant room that he can grow and already this year I mean what what, he's the 20 he's in within the top 30 with one week to go and I think that is for not being the starter I think that's kind of where you wanted him to be I'm I'm hoping he doesn't get too too hyped but I'm I'm thinking that this will be kind of really safe because he is for me he would probably be like a uh an early teen running back at the moment. We'll find out what happens with the Ravens, but already I'd I'd feel very comfortable with that. Yep. All right. Anyway, so we can go a lot of different ways. You went with J.K. Dobbins, so I'm going to go with someone that I think is in the a similar boat, and I think you will completely agree with me. It's not going to be a name that uh, people are surprised about, but it, it's one of the top ones that we're going to have to talk about a lot next year, and that is DeAndre Swift. Yep. So yeah, DeAndre right Swift. Too. Lions running back, uh, very similar situation to be quite honest on a bad team, but he wasn't the number one running back. Adrian Peterson kind of had those uh, duties. He was the goal line back uh, later in the second half of the year. They really handed the ball off to him and said, you know, let's figure out what we have here. Um, you know, there's no time like the present after they, after they escorted the uh, head coach off of the premises. And um, he's been wonderful. Right now, he is the number 19 running back, which is actually that's, higher that's, than I thought it was. That's crazy, especially because with he's been doing so well down the stretch. Yeah. Um, and, and we saw it like he's been a little up and down um, throughout the year. But like, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to cherry pick on this one. This is an interesting one. Dobbins was mm-hmm. very like half the year. He wasn't used quite as much. He didn't do as well. 
half of it he was and he did well. He, he kind of seems like a very consistent player. Swift, because of the bad team, has kind of been all over the place, but he has had um, hey, two games over 20 points. He's had three more, four more over 10 uh, fantasy points, but like week six against Jacksonville, 14 carries for 116 yards and two touchdowns. Um, and then even uh, 15, uh, week 15, not so long ago, uh, at Tennessee, a very good team, 15 carries, 67 yards, and two touchdowns. And on top of that, he also caught a, uh, a couple of touchdowns over the year. And he's been averaging about four catches uh, a game, which is really, really good to see. And now the fact that they're giving him kind of the pounded out yards, th- that is the, the difference maker because he can finally get those easy goal line carries and hopefully make pay dirt, which he's been doing a pretty good job at. So the only thing that can hold him back, which I can't imagine this really playing a role because he was a high draft pick. He's obviously one of their better younger players, but we don't really know what is going to happen with the coaching and the draft picks and anything like that, because once again, the Lions will be a mess and in flux. So that'd be the only thing that could derail him, but he is a scary good prospect on a really bad team. So you might get a, uh, he might not be over overdrafted, which is even better. Yep. And a lot of people are going to want to still like group cam acres in there too, but I think Dobbins and Swift are better. So, Oh yeah. Yep. I, well, yeah, by far. And, yep. and I do have to say this too. I think they're better, but also acres, even though he definitely showed up at the end of the year, finally, he still scares the absolute crap on me. Like I would not have a, a high draft pick with him because I don't know what that team is going to be They They were relatively good and they were kind of crazy and they, they still have some other talented running backs uh, with him that yep. I don't know if you're going to stop using him. I mean, so I, he's a little I, scary on that one. I think Dobbins and Swift are just better backs, so to go with them. But all right, there we go. We gave you one breakout for next year. And if you're in leagues where you can, you're getting still, if you're in a keeper league or dynasty, you can still maybe dynasty be harder, but a keeper league and you can try to go get one of these guys. Yeah, hey, try to see what you can pull off right now. You never know. It's the time of year to do it. So, but all right, that'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week with our postseason awards final episode for a bit. And talk to you guys then.